Week 15, baby. We're back. We took a week off. Uh, week 15 NFL 2023. We're almost done with this year. It's crazy. Nick, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. The weather's been cooling down. It's, it's been lovely. Christmas it has been lo- in the spirit. Hanukkah. We're, we're holiday, less than everybody. two weeks from Christmas. It's the last night of Hanukkah. I mean, it's it's that time of the year. It's It snuck up on us, but we are here. We apologize. We were not here last week. I'll take the blame. Nick was ready. I was under the weather. Long story short, we're here. How'd you do on your oh, video dramatic. picks? How did you do? All- so, so Nick, just for people who didn't see the Instagram, Nick released a video, gave out our picks for the week. Nick, how'd you do? Clean, sweet, baby. Oh, you did? Two and a, yeah. What did you? What did you take? I forgot. Bills, Bucks teaser, and then Cowboys team total over twenty seven and a half. Beautiful, beautiful. I think I I was one and one. Uh, my my uh, Ravens Bills teaser hit, and then I missed the Ravens by a half a point because they don't kick the extra point in overtime. But either way, three and one combined. It was a glorious week. Everything okay. about the week was fine until there was about three minutes and thirty seconds left on the <laughs> Dolphins game Monday night. We're up 14 points. No team had ever blown a 14-point lead in three minutes. And uh, we did to Will Levis, and it was an absolute embarrassment. And the Dolphins got to bounce back. You know, I'm going to say something right now. I need to make a PSA because Dolphins fans, Twitter Dolphins fans, are insufferable. They are absolutely awful. It it, it just just. They're terrible. All they do is complain. All they do is compare uh, our team to other teams. All they do is like bitch and moan about our players and our season. These are not real fans, okay? Just want everyone to know that. I want Tyree Kill to know that. I want everyone who listens to this podcast, the entire universe, to know that, okay? Because these are fake fans. Real fans who've suffered for 20, 30 years know that we are happy with this team and we believe in this team, all right? So all these people on Twitter who are fucking bullshitters, fuck you, okay? Fuck you, you're fake Dolphins fans. And I see Prop God is backstage. We were thinking we were not going to get him tonight. This is a treat. Bring him on for a minute. Let's go. Are we live right oh, now? Like, yeah, we're, we're live, live beginning Intro of the pod. Dude, it's it's been three weeks. We, we had Thanksgiving. You know, we missed it last week, and I was dying to get back on here. And I'm gonna do a little tease, okay? Because I have got Don't wait for it. Don't drop it yet, though. Best props all year for tonight. Beautiful, but folks. You're gonna have to hang in there for another half hour. See what Nick and Bean have to say, and we'll get back to the prop guy. When you Beautiful. said tease, I thought you meant uh, a teaser. Yeah, it. Nick. Yeah. He, he <laughs> meant he's teasing the prop. He is the prop god. He's not the teaser god. He's the prop god. So Since we haven't run it with multiple screens in a while, I'm going to hit remove on his screen. I don't know if that's going to boot him entirely or if it's just going to put him backstage. So fingers crossed this works. All right, we're Beautiful. good. Beautiful. Perfect. All right, Dolphins <laughs> choked. We're moving on. Impact players from last week. Let's start with Justin Fields. He is playing for his job, maybe. I think he'll be a starter somewhere, you know, even if yeah. the Bears move on. But yeah. they killed the Lions, who are kind of faltering. But credit to Fields and the Bears. He threw for 223 yards and a score. He also rushed for another 58 and a score. 
And if you're, let me ask you, Nick, if you're the Bears right now and Fields continues to play well, it doesn't matter if they win or lose the games, but he plays well. What are you doing next year with the number one overall pick? Are you moving on from him? Are you keeping him? I mean, there's the money's in play. The you know, it, there's so many factors going into it. What are your thoughts? I'm probably. Mm, I, I I'm not a big Fields believer. I think he's talented, but like I don't I don't see him as. Well, here's what I'll also say though: they haven't really done right by him by putting receivers in that. In that, well, they got him DJ Moore recently, but Pretty before good. that, yeah, they, they they did they did solid by there. Which I they actually I don't what word should I use? They wrecked the um the the Panthers in that trade. By the way, looking back on it, hindsight. Oh yeah, um, I mean, so far it looks like it. Yeah, the the team they played are horrible. The Lions are horrible against running quarterbacks. So. I'd be interested to look at the numbers and I might be able to put it out to you later when the prop God comes on, I can pull it up, but yeah, I would move on to answer your question. I would move on from fields, but is the guy ultra talented? I believe so. Yeah. But um, I don't think he's ever going to be like a top 10 quarterback, but how many of those come around? So it's a, it's a mixed bag on my feelings on that one. Yeah. It's a tough one. Uh you know, just with the contracts, I probably move on from him, but I do think he's a really solid quarterback. I, I think he's a top 12 guy if he can stay healthy and stay consistent, but you can't pass up on, I, I think you just got to take Caleb Williams and roll the dice and draft an offensive lineman or another receiver with the fifth or sixth pick or whatever they have and reset that clock on the contract for the quarterback. So it's not really against fields. It's just, I think they, uh, and I probably would get a new head coach too, but that's besides the point. So I like Fields. He had a great week. I expect him to play uh, well throughout the rest of the year. They do have a tough matchup this week, but you know, I think it's more of an indictment on the associate or the team as a whole, where you kind of just got to roll Caleb Williams and see if he's that next level quarterback. You know, everyone's comparing him to Mahomes. That might be an overreaction, but he does do some Mahomes-like things. So I would go the Caleb Williams route and uh, maybe get a second rounder or a couple picks for fields. Next guy on the list. I'm going to preface this with <laughs> this guy I still do not believe in. He is the second favorite for the MVP. He threw for 370 yards and two touchdowns, and he is leading the best team in the NFL right now, and that's Brock Purdy. Okay? Now, give me your thoughts on Brock Purdy while I look up something that I have prepared for the show. Go ahead. Well, so his performance last week was 368 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, um, passer rating of 122.1. So – I mean, he's not an amazing quarterback, but he's the quarterback on the best team in the league. So that's how he's in that MVP conversation automatically. Um, he's not he's not someone that wows me. But I guess, like like I was saying, I, I think Fields could be like Fields could be doing Purdy's job, honestly. Oh, Fields would be doing great. Uh, in <laughs> you know Purdy's what I'm saying? Um, all right, here we go. I got it here. Come on. Pulling up Twitter, I've got something bookmarked. But I don't have shows. strong feelings on Purdy. I know you've you uh, you've had some strong feelings on this show in the past on Brock Purdy. I think Prop God even has strong feelings on Purdy. Oh yeah, Prop God loves him. 
So <laughs> the most insane, the most insane Brock Purdy stat. If you take out all his throws beyond the line of scrimmage, so you just took his throws beyond behind the line of scrimmage, he still leads the NFL in EPA per drop back. So basically, so basically, he's he is surrounded by the best at the weapons in the NFL. Yeah, Sam Darnold could do what he's doing. If you could take half the quarterbacks in the league and they would be better at what Brock Purdy's doing. He is not the MVP. He is not the most important player on his team. He's not the second most. He's not the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth most important player on that team. He's not that good. He gets the ball on every play. That automatically makes him pretty important. That automatically makes him pretty important. He just dumps the ball off and makes one good throw a game. All right. So he's averaging 8.8 yards attempt and uh, 0.38 EPA on throws of zero air yards or less. So when he throws the ball behind the line of scrimmage, he still gets nine yards per attempt. It's an absolutely ridiculous ridiculous stat. And when you have Debo and you have Kittle and McCaffrey and Ayuk's a top 20, top 15 receiver, it's just not fair. And they have the best offensive line in the league. So either way, we'll give Purdy. I'm putting him on here to give him some respect. But I'm also going <laughs> to shit on him at the same time. Last impact okay, player. Did you did you forget to read our sponsors? We'll we'll cut to that later. Yeah, you know we 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 missed the sponsors. We we'll we took a in. couple weeks off. They're not happy with us. Okay, so <laughs> like they're talked, like, "What are you guys getting back on air?" I talked to the CEO of Diet Smoke, and you know their sales dipped about eighteen percent in the weeks that we were off. So you know they're upset. Uh, Diet Smoke's great. We love them. We'll we'll get back to the ad read next week. We're going full full pure football this week. The last impact player is an entire football team. All right, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. It's Dak Prescott who's going to win the MVP probably, not Brock Purdy. And it's the Dallas Cowboys. But I don't even want to talk about how good they've been playing because. They've been playing perfect football since getting stomped by the Niners. They look like the best offense in the league besides the Niners. They look great, but. I just can't believe I, – I don't believe in them. That's what I want to say. I can't believe we're doing this again this year and people are falling for it because every year in the playoffs, they choke. They realize they're the Dallas Cowboys. Mike McCarthy looks like a fat slob on the sideline. Dak Prescott turns back into that mediocre quarterback, and they always lose in the playoffs. So, Nick, do you believe in them this year? I mean, everyone seems to be back on the bandwagon. Not a believer. But yards per point. <laughs> yards oh, yeah. per point is, yards per point. They're the greatest team in the history of the NFL. I haven't checked. Last week they were. This week I haven't checked, but they probably still are. Um, what I would say is you had to put their team as the the player because if you look on like the ESPN like standout players, they don't have a top five guy at any position for last week's performance. Okay. Well, whatever that means. Uh, I don't know. That means that means they whack. We got Cowboys fans in the chat. We got Cowboys fans in the chat. So either way, what I'm yeah, saying not is a Cowboys fan. no, I, no okay. yeah. I just see a Cowboy emoji. Uh, but either way, they've been playing basically perfect. They stomped the Eagles out. Uh, the Eagles are falling. Um, and, you know, it's just for me, someone who's been on that bandwagon last year and the year before, it, I don't think I'll ever believe in them until maybe they get to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. But it, I, I cannot be sold right now with the regular season, no matter what they do. They're a good team. Um, 
but yeah, I put them in a similar category of the Dolphins, but ex- except they've done it more recently and a lot better. Yeah, I, I agree with that. that. They're they're pretty similar. All right, that's a bow on week 14. Let's get into week 15. We've got five awesome marquee matchups, and we're going to start in Detroit. The Denver Broncos, the surging Denver Broncos, are traveling to the Lions. The Lions are laying four and a half. The over-under is 47 and a half. Nick, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think Detroit is a much is a much better team than the Denver Broncos. The De- Broncos have been surging lately, but they're still 32nd in the league in points per game. Really? Playing against the yeah. What Unless their defense this, or their offense? With uh this is offense. Not their defensive stat. So like their offensive scoring stat, not their defensive holding people stat. Got it. So they're the worst scoring team in the league. You're yeah, telling me. they cannot. Yeah, they can't fucking score the rock. Um, they've been better in recent in recent weeks, but still, uh, I don't think it's enough against this well-rounded Lions offense. And I think the Lions have a good day on the didn't ground. You, got didn't going? you just didn't you just tell me the Lions defense is trash? No, I didn't say that. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure you did say that I when we talked about Broncos, Justin Fields. No, against running quarterbacks. Up against Russia's running quarterbacks. Running, All right. Yeah. Russia's so the, the Lions to me are a team who was peaking three or four weeks ago. That Ravens game really set them back when they got really stomped out. They've looked pretty shaky. They, that I, I think it was, so they lost last week to the Bears, obviously. Two weeks ago, they looked like they had righted the ship. They were killing New Orleans and almost let them back in the game and almost lost that game. So the Lions to me are at a, at kind of a, like kind of a crossing point. They need to either man up Dan Campbell it and start playing great, or they're going to fall below the wayside and do the opposite of what they did last year, which was surge towards the playoffs, even though they didn't make it. So to me, I think this is a perfect matchup for them. Broncos. No, the lions. Perfect matchup for the lions. Okay. The the Broncos have been playing good. I, I don't care about the Broncos really. I mean, honestly, like, Sean Payton, good for you. Russell Wilson's, I mean, he's doing decent. The defense has been playing better. Like, they're fine. But this is about the Lions more to me. If they're going to be a contender in the NFC, they got to make a statement this week. I think if I'm leaning one way, I think this is a good matchup for them. I think they can throw the ball on the Broncos. I think the defense is a good get-right week, get pressure on Russell Wilson, uh, disrupt him. The over-under, it's a big over-under, 47-and-a-half. Pretty big number. Not the biggest on the week, but one of them. Um, Yeah. I would lean uh, probably Lions on this one, and uh, I don't know if they get to that 47.5, but I could see like a 28-17 or a 28-21 game, which puts it right close to that. Uh, But I'll lean Lions on this one. Next game. I'd be interested to see the uh, running back props on Sunday for the Detroit Lions. I think they're going to have a decent day. We'll see what they they release. Yeah, Montgomery, Gibbs, pretty nice duo they are. Uh, All right. Division leading, tied, division tied, division leading, whatever you want to say. Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers are laying three and a half. The over-under is 42. Give me your thoughts on this game, Nick. Yeah, so we've got banged up Baker Mayfield. I think that's going to give them some issues. Um, The defense is banged up. They got Vita Vea out. They've got like several pieces out. Um, I think it's a bad week for the Buccaneers this week. Not enough for me to bet the other side, um, but 
but yeah, I do think uh, the Packers. No, actually, I might have lied, <laughs> but I do think uh, it's a bad week to be a Buccaneers fan. Hey, I mean that division is such dog shit. You've got the Falcons, you've got the Saints, and you got the Bucks. I think they're all a game under five hundred, tied for the lead in the division. And then you got the Panthers, the worst team in the league. So this is a tough one, though. Packers were riding that high of highs. They Monday night they lose to the Giants, of course. Tommy DeVito's whole family's eating chicken cutlets and veal parm and fucking celebrating, kissing each other in the stands, and. Everyone's like, oh, Jordan loves back. Jordan loves back. They lose that game. So now they're kind of knocked back down. If the Bucs were healthy, I'd probably take the three and a half. It's tough right now. Baker, whatever, he might be banged up. That defense is really banged up. Uh, I think that's the only thing that was really good about their team. Baker, thankfully, has a lot of weapons, but. uh... Yeah, he does have good weapons. Jamel Dean's hurt. Villavea has been out. Like they they just have a a tough, uh, you know, it's it's a tough going. So I would lean uh, probably under in that game it's 42 i probably okay. lean the under and i okay. think the packers uh the packers need it. i mean the packers are making a push for that division with the lions choking so uh that's bucks at packers three best games on the schedule dallas cowboys we just talked about them traveling to buffalo buffalo's playing for their life pretty much every week coming off a win in kansas city the bills are minus two the over under is 50 and a half that's a huge number yeah um, I would lean under. I'm not sure that I'm going to bet it. I do think the Bills have this game, though. I think the Bills are, like, kind of trending up. They were shitty, like, six weeks ago, maybe? The Bills were, like, one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> but they got some people back healthy. Josh, Josh, Death, Josh Allen's got some confidence back. They got rid of the OC. I don't think the OC would – not the – yeah, it was the OC. Yeah, it was the OC, um, yeah. I don't think he was the problem, but, like, sometimes shaking things up can kind of get, like – People like, oh, shit, I'm losing people's jobs. I'm affecting, like, you know what I mean? Get people to yep. wake up a little bit. Well, this is a classic. Like, the Cowboys have never been higher, right? Everyone, they're in prime time. They beat the Eagles. Everyone's loving the Cowboys like we just talked about. And the Bills are favored still. The Bills are a 500 team who basically, I don't know if they have to win out, but they got to win most of their games to make the playoffs. And Vegas may be telling you who's winning this game. And if Buffalo hasn't hadn't burned me so many times, I'd be betting the Bills. So right. I do lean that side. But I think Vegas is telling you that the Bills win a close game. Josh Allen looks great. He They should have beat the Eagles two weeks ago. They beat the Chiefs last week. And, oh, God, I'm, I'm so happy I just thought of this. What a whiny baby Patrick Mahomes is. Yes. Was that the most embarrassing thing you've ever seen in your life? This guy gets – he had never – he gets the calls every day single game he says oh i don't want the game to be decided by a call well the super bowl was decided by a holding call that you won on every game he gets the calls this is the first time he didn't okay and he cried and complained and bitched and moaned oh it's ruining kelsey's it's ruining kelsey's legacy dude shut up let the bills have their moment (laughs) you gotta play better okay which he probably will but there i think it was the first time where people are like Fuck Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? They were like, he actually is annoying me right now. Like he had been such the can you imagine Tom Brady? Can you imagine if Tom Brady ever did that in his entire he never bitched and moaned? It was always on to the next game about business. So I think seeing Mahomes in this light gave us a reason to hate him, and I fucking love it. So I think he showed us a little bit of that in that Dolphins game that was in what whatever country that was. I think he played in Germany. Germany. We saw a little bit of that. So 
So it wasn't that big of a shocker for me. But yeah, this year, I don't know if it's like if he's if it's getting to him like where he's just been a little comfortable being like the face of the league or what it is. Yeah, but, but your guy lined up offsides. He basically said in the press conference that even though it was offsides, they shouldn't have called it against them, which makes absolutely <laughs> no sense. It was an absurd comment. He kind of walked it back since then, but it, it was just annoying. Let the Bills have their moment. Let Josh Allen have his moment. You know, you've he's won two Super Bowls already. Like, you just don't bitch and moan like that. Rant over. Lean the Bills in this game. Lean the under, I think you said, yeah, so the 50 and a half. At four. So I was looking for this for a minute while uh, – while you were talking to, <laughs> and I was trying to answer, I was like clicking through every tab that I have open. Uh, so open at minus four and it's down to minus two. So um, let me see if I can share this screen. Am I sharing the right screen or the wrong screen? What's on the. Who knows, board? Nick? Just let me see. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sharing the right screen. All right. So this is the game here. Uh, this shout to foxsheets.statfoxsports.com. You can see like the movement on the game through the week. Um, we can see some of the games that we looked earlier if we want. Tampa Bay remained flat at three and a half. The total moved down, if anything. So they, oh, hello. So they agree with you on that one. I think you said you leaned under, Nick's right? Porn just popped up on the screen <laughs> for people who aren't watching, for people listening. These Keep stats going, are porn. These stats are porn, exactly. <clears throat> um, so the what's the line movement? Up. Give me it. I can't even see. It's this one. It moved from minus four to minus two, and the total is ticked up one point. Um, the other one, Tampa Bay versus Green Bay, the total is ticked down. The The line has remained constant. Um, Got it. So money's coming in on the Cowboys, you're telling me? Yes. No, no, no. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And two great pri- Great job. Two great primetime games here. Baltimore Ravens minus three at Jacksonville over unders 42 and a half. This is a good game. And what's the deal with high ankle sprains? I thought they keep people out like four to six weeks and now they just come back in a week. Are they just juicing them up or is it like a high ankle sprain? Oh, uh, and it's just like a, it's not really a high ankle. It's just a little bit of a sprain. You know, Trevor with, Lawrence with, played with five days. Trevor? Oh, they got him yeah. on that good dope. Okay. All right. It was like we Mahomes last year in the playoffs where they duped us all and everyone was like, oh, he can barely walk. And he got to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. So this game, I'll tell you the truth. It's not one of my pod picks. I think the Ravens could stomp this team. I think, yeah, yeah I think they could stomp them. Yeah. It, like it's minus three. It feels like it's a weird line. I feel like it should be three and a half or four, uh, but I'm leaning Ravens. Defense looking solid. The They had a bad game last week, but guess what? Sometimes when Puka and Cooper Cup get going, it's just one of those games where Stafford's slinging it around. I'll give them a pass on that game. So I'm leaning Ravens on this, though. What do you got? Yeah, I might actually bet the Ravens, but I think the Ravens are going to destroy them. They're going to have a good day on the ground. Mitchell, Edwards, Lamar. Yeah, I agree. And we got we got EJ from the farm, not not joining us this week, but okay. he's saying Tordell helps them not feel the pain, which is true. Yeah, they're juicing yeah. him up. But still, you know, he – and it wasn't like he was, like, just standing in the pocket last week. He was getting beat up by the Browns. He had three touchdowns, three picks. So, you know, I think the – you know, the Jags are going to come out, but I – 
I just think this is a Ravens game. Monday night. The Ravens have just been like gaining momentum as the season like went on. Yep. No, they're and they know they've got their eyes set on that one seed with the Dolphins losing. They know they control their destiny to get that one seed. We play them in a couple weeks, which will be a big game, but they know Ooh. that if they take care of business, they're gonna get that one seed, which is huge. All right. Freaking tight. last game. Last game Monday night, which is going to be – it was going to be a bet of mine, but 90% of the money is on the Eagles right now. They are minus 3.5 going to Seattle. Over-under is 47.5. I think Geno will be back for this game. I think the Eagles need to get right this week. Their defense has looked horrible. We know it's better than it's looked. Their offense has been a little bit shaky. A.J. Brown needs to get back in the end zone. I think the Eagles are going to crush the Seahawks, but I'm not betting it because 90% of the money scares the shit out of me. Yeah, they pushed it from two past the three out to three and a half. Everyone's on them. So, yeah, that's heavy movement towards Philly. And I, I think I agree with them. Like, I think they're they're of the right yeah. opinion. But because of that, I can't bet it. I, I don't have an angle to bet on it. Yeah, I think if the if the money starts evening out throughout the week, I think I'll probably hop on the Eagles. Uh, I, I do think they win this game pretty handily. I think this is a good get-right game for that defensive line, get some sacks. I'm not saying this because I need them in all my fantasy playoffs next week when they play the Giants at home. So I – it's really kind of swaying me. I need this defense to look good this week because I have them in every fantasy league I have, and I've been stashing them for next week. Giants at home and then Arizona at home. Those Ooh, that's how dope. they finish 16 and 17. And I've in all my leagues, pretty much I have a buy. So I need the Eagles defense to come out and look like the Eagles defense of six weeks ago. Nice. Great primetime games, though. Ravens at Jags, Eagles at Seahawks. Making up for tonight, which is an absolute travesty of Easton Stick and Aiden O'Connell playing against each other, which sounds like a Blue Mountain State football game. Some shit you'd watch on Netflix, but uh, don't forget, folks, also there's Saturday games this week. There are Saturday games. Good call. Great call. And and I think we actually went over a couple of them because Broncos at yeah. Lions, I know, is Saturday night. All right. Bring him in. Yeah. Three weeks in waiting. There we go. We've waited. It feels like a lifetime for the prop god to be back. He's got a gorgeous Miami Heat hat on. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling great. I am feeling ready to give out some props. And I am feeling ready that you told us earlier you've got your prop of the year, right? Is this your prop of the year? I think it, yes. I think it is. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, how are Basically, you? I mean, we miss you. Like that. I'm doing great. You know, I feel like it's, it's, it's been tough for me not being on the podcast because when, when the prop God is giving out props and picks, they're winners and they hit, but guess what? The last few weeks I haven't been able to give out these picks and I feel like, you know, the, the betting and the sports book has suffered because of it. So Agreed. I'm ready to to get back into the swing of things and uh, try to improve on the 17 and 8 overall record on the year. God, that sounds incredible. The book's been doing the book's been doing great because you have been giving out picks. Now it's time to hit the books. Now now it's time for the books to lose. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when when I hopped on 
Nick was talking about Saturday games and and that it was a that, that's a perfect segue into my first prop. So first prop of the weekend, the weekend, not Sunday, the weekend is going to be Jared Goff over one and a half passing touchdowns. Okay. okay. Love it. Love yes. it. This on the Hard Rock Hard Rock app right now, this is minus 110. This is like a crazy number for an over one and a half passing touchdowns uh, prop. But we, we've taken this a couple times this year. We have not lost on this. And let me just, tell you I why. Just, I just bet it because I know when this comes out, the line is going to go to minus 140. That, that's yeah. a guarantee. Bet it now, people. Yep. Hundred percent. And what do we know about Jared Goff? As we've talked about in the past, is that Jared Goff is two different quarterbacks. When he plays at home, he's a superstar. Everything goes his way. And when he plays on the road, he struggles and he struggles bad. So I went back and I looked at his last sixteen home games. Okay. Oh my god. He's hit this prop. 13 of 16 times at home, he's thrown for at least two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Okay. On the road, he's hit this prop four of his last 19 road games. Oh, my God. So, And this isn't even the prop of the year? No. I, I love this one. Um, I will give out, you know, both sides hesitation. The Broncos D has been playing well. They have. Oh. Uh, they, I, I think they figured some things out. They had Mahomes on the Manning cast a few weeks ago, and he was talking about how they've been spying quarterbacks, and it was messing with him. Um, and I wonder if it's been messing with some other quarterbacks as well. So yeah, I did hear that. Good point. Well, at yeah. least you're at least you're seeing both sides. I think the positives clearly outweigh the negatives, but obviously there's no, you know, there's always two sides to the, to the story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one more stat is he's hit this four of his last five total games road or home. He's hit this four of his last five games. So I just don't understand how this is, you know, it's basically a pick them um, yep. taking away the, the Vegas juice. So uh, yeah. Uh, the first, Prop God pick Jared Goff over one and a half passing touchdowns. That is the Lions uh, are hosting the Denver Broncos on Saturday. Beautiful. What else you got for us? Yeah. Second prop. Uh, This is another one. I I know Bean is going to love this one as well. Okay. Because of one word, one word that we both light up. When we hear, okay, think about it every night before I go to bed. I think about it every single night. Revenge, revenge, revenge. Yeah, it's not Aubrey. If that's what you were thinking, I was. Yeah, I was like, I I was thinking both. (laughs) Revenge, okay. And who is due to get some revenge this weekend? Let me tell you, DeAndre Hopkins is playing back in Houston for the first time since they traded him out for 
for peanuts since Bill O'Brien shipped him out for nothing. Okay. <laughs> so let me give you a couple DeAndre Hopkins stats. Since Will Levis took over, DeAndre Hopkins is Fuck the, Will Levis. Sorry. Yeah. He is the number six fantasy football receiver. Okay. He is averaging 75 yards a game since Levis took over. So his receiving yards prop this week, which is going to be prop number two, is DeAndre Nuke Hopkins over 57 and a half yards receiving. Yeah, you got to take that. You got to yeah, take that. Shout good. out to DeAndre Hopkins. Really good guy. Uh, commented on one of my Instagram photos uh, about five years ago now. Great guy. <laughs> Nuke, we love him. So that is prop number two. Um, let and me, that uh, will go to – that's 57 and a half. I just bet that as well. That will go over 60. That is a guarantee. Absolutely. I just sent something in the chat for Nick uh, to pull up. This is uh, prop number three here. Okay. So in the same game. Is this it? Is the, this the prop of the decade? This is the prop of the decade right here. Okay. Oh this is uh, in the same game, which is the, the Tennessee Titans are traveling to Houston. Okay. Derek Henry has absolutely dominated the Houston Texans. Okay. So Nick he gets 200 yards every game. So let's look at his last five games here. If we look at this middle column, last game, 126 rushing yards from, from the bottom there. Yep. The game before that, 219 rushing yards, 250 rushing yards. The game before that, 212 rushing yards and 211 rushing yards. Okay, I don't Crazy. know what they feed this, this guy in Houston, or, or if he just hates their logo or something. It uh just it, just to play caveat here, it is in Tennessee. It looks like it doesn't matter where it is, which is even better. Oh, oh it's in Tennessee. Home. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, that matters it, to the nuke thing, but it doesn't matter to the Henry thing. Yes, yes, it matters to the nuke thing though. Oh man, so are, are we're gonna we we're gonna go back to that one after this, okay? Because the revenge is huge. Um, okay, but Derrick Henry, his rushing yards total, you would think it would be 200 yards. It is Derrick Henry over 66 and a half rushing yards. This one's light. This okay. one's light. And, and the king, King Henry, gets better as the season goes on. As these defenders get more and more banged up, no one wants to tackle this guy, and he just gets better and better and better. So, I'm in. I this, love it. This is the one that I. I, still, I actually I like the nuke. I, I don't think that should affect the nuke bet that much. Obviously, the dome is nice, but I mean, it's only 57 and a half yards. You figure, you know, he's getting that. I feel like. Yeah, he um, throwing me on I the mean, spot here. I can't. I can't. Believe I, I, I will set up. I will say that I know you and I know your process. And if you want to take that off and just give the Jared Goff over one and a half and the Derrick Henry prop of the year, 
If you'd rather do that, I understand we can cut you down to two picks. Let's take it off, and only because they play again in two weeks. Okay. okay. All right. So so we're taking Henry again in two weeks. We're absolutely slamming it, <laughs> and we're waiting for that nuke game then. So I think I might slam the Henry thing. 10 units. I might put 10 units on the Henry thing. Yeah, yeah. so that's like 40 cents. So exactly. that'll be a big bet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, I like that, though. I like yep, that. To sum up, two props, okay? We've done the homework for two weeks from now. But yes, the two props right. are Saturday bonus game, Jared Goff over one and a half passing touchdowns. And number two, Derrick Henry over 66 and a half rushing yards. We appreciate you. We will win this week. We know that. I am excited to, and we got, you got a bet on Saturday and you got a bet on Sunday. It's absolutely perfect. It's good to be back, my friend. It is very good to be back. And last thing I will add, you know, you know why Derrick Henry's for sure getting over 66 and a half yards. It's because Bedick Barely missed the playoffs in his fantasy football league, and he has Derrick Henry. So you know he's going to go off this week. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. We, this cannot be the last thing. You guys cannot kick me out on this note, okay? <laughs> Let's be clear for all the listeners. I made the playoffs in every single league except <laughs> my own, where I was 7-5-2. and Two, two ties. ties is just insane. Which is if if I had won one of those games, I would be in. But I drafted this team and Derrick Henry because he plays the Texans twice in the playoffs. I've been waiting all year to take I know <laughs> Derrick Henry rushing yards props, and they're finally here. Okay. Uh, I so, had I had to uh I had to bring it up. Yep. I had to bring it up. Bean is the one seed. He's on a bye, and he is the the heavy favorite to take home the. Uh, the I did not want to see. I did not want to see Derrick Henry in a Houston dome rushing for six hundred yards in the fantasy finals. That's for sure. Um, yep. But all right, so Henry and Goff, we're leaving Nuke out. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week, brother. Yep. Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace. All right, Nick what they pay us the big bucks for start us off pod picks. No FanDuel today. We're ending with pod picks. Fantasy playoffs are here. They're more important than FanDuel. I ended Nick and FanDuel. It was like 11 and two. So we're leaving it out. Nick lead us off with pod picks coming off a two and a week. All right. So we talked about green Bay, Tampa Bay talked about the defensive injuries for Tampa Bay. So with that, my first pick is green Bay minus three and a half. You can get them uh, like cheap juice. I think minus 105 on Hard Rock Bets. Um, there's even some books. Like if you look at your PPH, you might be able to get them plus 100. Um, so first bet, Green Bay, minus three and a half. They've been on upswing. Love is, Love is kind of catching his groove here. Um, I think they continue in Tampa. Yep. Love it. All right. We talked about this guy in Impact Players. He's a great player, Justin Fields. He's been balling. He's been doing everything. He runs it. He passes it. They beat the Lions. Bears have never been higher. Give me Joe Flacco. Give me Flacco. Just signed his deal, $4 million for the year. Browns are minus three. Everyone right now is on Chicago. 70% of the bets, 87% of the money. 
I think it's a nasty, muck it up, Cleveland type of game. Defense and running the football. I'll lay the three with Cleveland. All right. My second bet of the week, we've got Steelers-Colts. And I'm going to go with the over 42 points in that game. We've got... Really? Over? Yeah. Over. We've got Minshew. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. We've got Minshew against Mullins. Um, Not Mullins. Fucking... um, Who's quarterback right now for Trubisky. Yeah, it's not a good sign for the over, guys. I'm scrap. I'm I'm actually scra- I'm actually scrapping. I'm actually scrapping that. Bet. Is this a live scrap? Yeah, I'm we, scrapping we've, that. Bet. We've never had a live scrap in our three year history, and it just happened with Prop God, and it's I happening have, with you right now. You sure I don't think we've it? had a live scrap. We have live ads all the time, not scraps. You sure we haven't had a live scrap? Well, or I don't think so. Bet. Either way, all right. So you're scrapping it. Go to the next. I one. did. I did bet the over though. Um, over forty two. <laughs> um, but we're going to move on. We're going to move on to one that I'm actually betting right now, and that's a Raven team total over on points. Uh, you can get them at minus 135 if you take 21.5, or you get them at minus 120 if you take them 22.5 points. I think both those are good. Um, they're playing against the Jaguars, and yeah, like like we talked Is about it earlier. 20, 21.5? 21.5 you can get for minus 135, and 22.5 you can get minus 120. If you go for 23 and a half, you can get a plus 105. They give you three options at Hard Rock Bets. Holy crap. That's a good bet. 21 and a half. They should score that easily. That seems too good to be true. I, I love the bet, Nick. Yeah. That seems so great. I'm betting, I'm betting that live. <laughs> Scrap the other one. Betting this live. All right. I do. I did see it, uh, something about it in your notes. So, all right. So, you got Green Bay and you got Ravens team total. My next bet. Yeah. This team has come through for me this year. They've won it. I only take them as a dog. They've won outright for me as a dog, and they've covered many times as a dog. They're not a good football team, though, Nick. <laughs> they're not very good, but they're going to cover the six and a half. The Ravens, I mean, sorry, the Rams. Everyone is talking about the Rams this week, Nick. You hear it. Uh, Puka, Cooper Cup, uh, yeah. Matt Stafford looked great last week. I mean, they almost beat the Ravens in Baltimore. Their offense looks awesome. Their defense is, you know, still decent. This Washington team, they love to cover as a dog. They love it. They're getting six and a half in L.A., all right? The Rams, we know, don't have a home field advantage. We also know that at the beginning of this season, people were picking them for the worst record in the league. This is not a team that was expected to do anything. I think the, I think the commanders go in there. They'll probably lose a close one, but you're giving me almost a touchdown. I don't think the Rams should be laying that many points. So I will take the commanders. Also, side note, again, late in the season, you got to fade the public. 76% of the bets, and the number one bet money game right now is 94% on the Los Angeles Rams. That is too many people. I'm going opposite. Give me the commanders. That's a scary bet, but I, I, I like your reasoning. All right. My next one is an ugly game. We've got Bears versus Cleveland. And I'm taking the under 38 and a half in this in this game. Love that. I don't think we have a high scoring game, affair in this one. Yeah, just like I said, that's why I'm on Cleveland. I think this is a muck it up. Always windy or rainy or cold, you know, at this time of year in Cleveland. I love that bet. Under 38 and a half. This smells like a 13 to 7, 14, 10, 17, 14 low scoring game. And exactly. uh, so I really like that one. All right. My last one. And this one, 
I thought this was a little bit of a fishy line. I th- I thought it was too many points, so that's why I kind of went with it. I think the Saints are going to beat up the Giants. I think that defense is going to – this is going to be the game. This is the end of the to- – or not the <laughs> end, but this is where people are like, all right, Tommy DeVito sucks again. You know, when he first played, everyone's like, he's terrible. He's had these few weeks of greatness. I mean, that Monday night game-winning drive, like, it's fucking Tommy DeVito. This Saints team <laughs> beats up quarterbacks. Cam Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore, Demario Davis. I, I I think they're gonna they're gonna hold the the Giants to maybe I'd say seven to ten points at most. Give me the Saints. They're minus five and a half on Hard Rock app, and uh, those are my three: Browns, Commanders, Saints. Yeah. So my three are gonna are gonna be um, Green Bay minus three and a half under in the bears cleveland and ravens team total over 21 and a half it's it's minus 35 juice but you can find some options uh with less juice if you want love it all right it feels good to be back nick we we, we needed that week off we reset i'm feeling great holidays are upon us guess what the you know this year there's games every day pretty much you know we always get some saturday some monday we're gonna have christmas eve christmas day there's not going to be a time where you're going to be stuck with your family and not at least be able to put football on the tv you know what i mean it's a great time of year even the dolphins we play christmas eve right yeah we do we do yeah i think we play the uh cowboys christmas eve so guys we will we will be with you uh let me see what do we got We'll figure out a schedule, but we will have one more episode before the holidays, and then we'll probably be back in the new year. We'll keep everyone posted on our Instagram. That's it for Nick and Bean. Peace out. Peace out, everybody.